Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae. I'm recording to you live from inside of my childhood bedroom in Syracuse, New York. This week, I talk a little bit about Alzheimer's. I give you guys some alts tips, as I'm calling them. And I also tell you why John Stamos is officially dead to me. So buckle up, babies. It's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. <laughs> Tuesday, guys. I'm coming right out the gate with an F-bomb. It's that kind of day. It's a good one. It's not an angry F-bomb. It's a it's a rejuvenated F-bomb. It's a vigorous F-bomb. It's a vivacious fuck bomb I should tell you where I'm going to be performing live. I'm going to be at the California University of Pennsylvania. That is some shit. Can you imagine getting accepted to the California University, you're like, yes! And they're like, it's in Pennsylvania. You're like, shit! I'll be there this Friday. Uh, It's February 9th. And then February 15th, 16th, and 17th, I will be at the Comedy Mix in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, February 23rd, I will be in L.A. performing at this place called Echoes on Pico. That'll be a lot of fun for this show called The Comedy Pop-Up, which is a fun-ass show. March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'm going to be at The Comedy in Carlson. The Comedy on Carlson. I'm assuming that's a street or they just build a building on a dead guy named Carlson. That's going to be March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd in Rochester, New York. March 15th, 16th, and 17th, I'm going to be at The House of Comedy in Bloomington, Minnesota. March... 22nd, 23rd, 24th, I'm taking my ass to the Innings Festival for some fun. We got some dates in April. I'm going to be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. And then uh, I don't know what's happening after that in my life, and you guys probably don't even know what you're doing in two days. I am in Syracuse. I'm having a great time. I decided to come see my family 
come check them out after my Michigan tour. Thank you for everybody who came out to the Michigan tour. We had a lot of fun. We played a rock club. We played this uh, place called the Max Bar in Lansing, Michigan. And then we played um, the Wealthy Theater in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids is a beautiful fucking place. And I can't, you guys won't even believe what happened. I, I shook a guy down for some weed in Grand Rapids. <laughs> I see now one of my fans, Steve Vandermaid, shout out to Steve, gave me a, a very generous bag of weed. Very, very generous, fresh green dank bag of weed before my show. I said hello to him before the show in Grand Rapids. And I uh put rolled the bag up. It was in a Ziploc baggie. I rolled it up, I put it on my bag, and then I went out and did some comedy for an hour. And then after the show, we're all in the green room hanging out, and the host does a show on her Facebook Live. So we're doing her Facebook Live show with her co-host and myself. And there's about six people in the green room. And this guy walks in. I'm already distracted, but this guy walks in uh, with my friend Chris McClure. And Chris McClure hands me a bag of weed. And I'm thinking it's my bag of weed. He goes, look, this guy brought some weed. And I was like, yeah, it's my weed. And there's this bald guy with a cocker spaniel. (laughs) And he's like, ha ha, yeah, that's my weed. And I was like, no, motherfucker, it's my weed. And he goes to yank it from me. And this shit turned into like a Quentin Tarantino movie real quick. He goes to yank the bag of weed and I grab a butt out of it trying to salvage what I can. I was like, what are you doing, fool? This is my motherfucking weed. And he's like, no, it's my weed. You people are crazy. What are you doing? And I went to block his ass from the door. I'm like, dude, you took my Ziploc baggie that one of my dear fans left for me from his own stash that smells so goddamn delightful that I I can't have you take all of it. And then he pushes by me, and I try and grab the weed out of his pocket. (laughs) And he runs down the hallway, (laughs) holding his cocker spaniel, screaming, boy, you guys are out of your minds, and just runs down the hallway like a cartoon character with his legs like kicking out to the sides. And I, I was like, well, there goes my weed. And then I tried to talk to Chris McClure about it. I was like, what was that? Who was that guy? Why did he take my weed? And, and Marty Caproni, who was there as well, was like, I don't know, but you shook him down like Denzel Washington from Training Day. <laughs> and one of the girls was like, well, did you check and see if your weed is still there? And I was like, I didn't. I, did. I just assumed that this guy came in with the identical bag of weed and that it was my weed and somebody was playing a trick on me. I was distracted doing a Facebook Live show. And so I went and checked. Yeah, I, I still had my bag of weed. I tried to shake this guy down for his own bag of weed. Don't do drugs, folks. <laughs> but Grand Rapids was great. Other than that, we we had a really fun time. I forget where the hell we went to eat. We went to eat at this really good restaurant. I had a I had a French dip. I haven't had one of those, but I decided to get something I knew my dad would like. Sometimes to feel close to people I love, I'll do I'll do things they like to do. I'll eat food they like to eat and I'll listen to music they like to listen to so I can feel close to them. So that was nice to have a little French dip. That shit's delicious. I um and then we played Detroit, Michigan. Well, Pontiac, we were at this place called the Crowfoot, which is a lot of a lot of fun. So thank you guys. Sorry to the bald guy and the cocker spaniel who's I took one of your buds, man. I'll save it for you. If you hit me up, we can smoke it together. We can have a little peace pipe about how I shook you down. 
Samuel Jackson style. <laughs> All eyes on me. I mean, it got real East Coast, West Coast in that green room. We had a great time, though. And I've been here in Syracuse. I decided to put my dad on my Instagram story. I don't know if you guys have been following, but I've been taking pictures of him. He's moved into his new facility. It's, it's in Syracuse, New York, and he's doing a million times better than he was just living at home with a 24-hour care aid, home care aid, home care nurse. I, what is it? I forget what you call that. It's like a, you know, um, hospice kind of? Sure. We'll call it that. But his nurses were great, but he just wasn't getting enough stimulation. And uh, yeah, you guys heard that he called me finally last podcast and how amazing that was. And, you know, you got to learn to enjoy each day as it comes. And you can't have any expectations. It's kind of like how you should live life. You know, expectations can really fuck up your day, your week, your month. And even your year, it can really fuck it all up. And I'm not saying you can't have expectations for outcomes surrounding your goals and your dreams. But when you start to expect things from people who you can't control, then you're just setting yourself up for major disappointment, especially in romantic relationships. Expectations are one of the number one things I think that break down a relationship because the expectations are just going to lead you to dissatisfaction, 100% disappointment. You got to allow a person to come to you and let them surprise you. You can't manipulate the situation and you can't be mad at them for not behaving in a way that you are anticipating. Just be grateful and be gracious. You know what I'm saying? Don't be an expecting asshole. Just just kind of let things flow. So I've been learning to do that with my dad. And it's hard. It's It takes a lot of fucking effort because I expect him to call me every day. And I had to change that up because the reality is he doesn't think about that anymore. He's in a new, he's in a new place. You know, he, he doesn't even know what year it is every day. So... <clears throat> I just sort of have to take the day as it, as it comes and just be grateful that he's in my life still. So I'm happy for that. We got to watch a Super Bowl. Yo, what a fucking game, huh, guys? How many holes in one did they score? It was wild. I really don't watch sports. It's not my steez, but I love to watch it if everybody else is watching. And Super Bowl is always fun. I, I wasn't as crazy about Justin Timberlake's performance. I will say he's damn talented. You know, you have to be super talented to run around on all those different stages, up in the crowd, back down, through the field, to be able to have all that stamina, to to be able to perform. Um, he did sing along to a track. Beyonce wouldn't do that shit. I mean, she didn't do that shit on Super Bowl. She was like, what track? The only track I'm going to have are the ones in my hair. So let me just sing this shit a cappella. So I was a little disappointed in that, but I still love him. I still think he's dope. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the game when it's like head-to-head like that. I mean, damn, that was pretty intense. Huh? Go Eagles. I guess everybody fucking hates Tom Brady. Why do you guys fucking hate Tom Brady so much? Because he's just a a rich, attractive guy, football player? Is is it the Giselle Bedunchen situation? You guys wish you could go home to that? I mean, she's pretty cute. You know, she's she should consider modeling. <laughs> she makes a fuckload of money. We were talking about her net worth. She's like she makes like 300 she's like worth 370 million dollars. Tom Brady's only worth like 50. <laughs> Chump change, is it Bitcoin? I mean, how much is it? Is it 3 is it 50 50 million in Bitcoin? 
God damn it. We, um, oh my God, we visited my dad in his facility and it was hilarious because all these, you know, I've never really spent time in a memory care facility and, you know, he's the most, he's got the most wits about him as far as the, the, um, the people who are there. He's probably got his shit together the most out of like all the 52, 53 people that reside in this place. And so he, he's a jokester, you know, he, he told me today how he likes to tell jokes to everybody and, and the people roam around the hallways. It's like, a, it's like the walking dead. <laughs> I hate to say that because <laughs> you know, these people it's, it's essentially where they will pass away there at some point, but like they just walk around and they, they're stuck in a loop. A lot of these people are stuck in a fucking loop and they repeat the thing over and over and over, the same thing over and over and over. And that's where I think it's important to find the humor in this. You, 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 this one lady kept coming up to us and asking us, when's dinner? When's dinner? She must have asked us like seven times. My dad was getting so annoyed. He's like, I'm talking to my family. You got to leave us alone. We don't know when dinner is. And then this other lady came up, this Italian lady, spicy. Her name was Lena, Liana or something like that. She came up. She's like, who are you? You, you from here? Are you from here? And I was like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from these, I'm actually from these two people. And she's like, this is a Maya house. Uh, this is a Maya house. She kept saying she was, this was her house. She thought we were in her house, ruining her house. And she went to kick my dad. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in this place? You're getting beat up by 80 year old spicy Italian ladies. I was so glad I didn't do an edible before I walked in there or smoked a joint. I already felt like I was high. And then the ladies were like, kept walking around us. And my dad was like, don't look at him. Don't just, just don't make eye contact. <laughs> Cause he doesn't like to have to like keep repeating himself. And, and these ladies want to talk to him. I don't know. Cause he's like the young, I guess he's like the young 80 year old, the new kid on the block. But he was like, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. And he kept looking down and I was crying laughing. Um, the, just these women kept shuffling around my father asking who I was and who my mother was. Oh, my mom and I were laughing so hard we were crying. She was worried we were being insensitive. I'm like, mom, in five minutes, these, these people aren't going to know what just happened. You know, you just got to laugh through it. You, you have to laugh. And my dad goes, He's like, sometimes I don't want to talk to these people. I was like, well, what do you do? He's like, well, if you really want to get rid of them, you just, you got to mumble. <laughs> he said, you got to mumble. So my dad's in here pretending to be worse off than he is to avoid talking to people who are in these loops. He's such a, oh my God, he's such a ball buster, this guy. <clears throat> but I feel, I feel happy that he's there because he is doing a little bit better and, you know, you gotta t you just gotta enjoy those those little ass days, those those happy little days, man. You just gotta take each one as they come. I I want to give a shout out to a couple girls who hit me up on Instagram and sent me messages uh, because I've been posting about my father's story. Um, one girl who hit me up who was very sweet. Her name is Rachel Damron. I think it is Damron. Uh, she told me how she lost her grandmother in March to Alzheimer's. And she said, my heart and thoughts are with you. You're exactly right. It cherishes small things. And honestly, uh, there's no better days than the days they are lucid. 
So uh, I really appreciate you sending me some love, Rachel Damon. Damon? Damron. <laughs> um, I also got a shout out. I'm trying to see who else sent me a message here. A couple of you people, man. Um, uh, this chick says, she says, met you in Syracuse. It really stuck with me that you're from here and you've made something of yourself. You got out of here. You're amazing and you're an inspiration to me. I love to know how to get the fuck out and pursue my dreams. I don't even, I, I, but I, but even if I don't, thank you. You show me that you can still be yourself, do what you love and live a happy and successful life. God, you guys are sweet, man. That's from Margarita Serrano. I really try and respond to all of you guys. So if you send me messages and you get a response, it is me. Also, I want to give a shout out to, there's another girl who sent me a message. I don't know why I can't find it. Uh, Here she goes. Uh, Lauren Rose, watching your story, brought tears to my eyes. I work in a dementia unit and it's definitely hard to deal with some days, but good days make it worth it. You know, I, I really appreciate you working in a dementia unit because when I was there, I realized what a specific special type of person it takes to work in a memory care facility and in a dementia unit because, you know, these people are on all spectrums of the disease and they require so much physical care, mental stimulation and patience. That's the other Alzheimer's tip I'm going to give you guys is have patience. It kind of ties in with no expectations, low expectations. You have to have patience and your parents, their personalities are going to change a little bit. That's, you know, that's one of the things you kind of have to just take a breath. You know, my dad got really angry with me a few times. And I try to not take it personally because I have no idea what's going on in his mind. I can't even imagine what sort of turmoil he's in mentally throughout the day. So I have to understand it's not personal. He's still my dad. He still loves me. And I just have to, like, you know, grow up and be an adult and go, okay, this is a situation. But he yelled at me. He got so mad when I picked him up for the Super Bowl because he's a little confused. You know, my sister said I'd be there within the hour. which meant around 4.30. And so I got there at 4.25 and I opened the door. And this is the first time I've seen him since I've been gone, you know, for a couple months. And he goes, oh, I am. You know how fucking mad I am with you? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Oh, he, he, my dad has been on Prozac for like 30 years. And now he's on Aricept as well and Flomax because he kept pissing himself. I mean, I might need to get on some Flomax soon. Sometimes I'm a little squeaky and leaky myself. I'm just kidding. Everything's fine. The faucet works. There's no leakage. But uh, (laughs) he thinks he's on all these meds. He's like, they got me doped up. They got me doped up. I'm in... I'm in the loony bin, and they got me, you know, they, they're keeping me doped up, so I, so I, I want to get off all these medications. I'm like, Dad, you're on, like, vitamin B and ginkoba biloba, which is, I don't even know why the fuck we're on that. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I really think we should just shove them full of ginkoba biloba apples and marijuana and get rid of the rest of the shit. That's what we're going to find out probably in, you know, 10, 15 years with all this research and, and the capabilities that we have with increasing the rate of research and what we're able to discover because of technology, we're probably going to find out, oh, yeah, you you should have had more Fiji apples and you wouldn't have gotten dementia. You probably should have gone for a 15-minute walk at 8.30 a.m. and had a Fiji apple. It's going to be something that fucking frustrating. That's what I keep thinking, that it's just going to be, the cure is going to be literally in our cupboards, in our backyard. 
and not in a pharmaceutical property and not in a pharmaceutical um, type of drug or anything like that, man. I don't know. I, I, I hope, I hope we can come up with some sort of cure or advancement in the disease. The amount of money that they're allotted for research is like incremental compared to other diseases. And I think it's because other diseases make more money, you know, uh, Bill Gates, I think he dropped a cool hundred million because his father's going. Just got diagnosed with Alzheimer's, so I might have to just show up at his house and be like, "Yo, bro, let's do this together." I got like seventy-two dollars in my bank account, so I would like to contribute, and <laughs> I would like to contribute to your cause. I, you know, I'm frustrated. I am. I'm frustrated, and it's not because of my dad. It's it's because of something else that really. It happened this week, and it kind of, I got to be honest, it kind of set me off. Um, I screamed. I cried. I bargained with the universe and with just, you know, if there is a God with a God, I, I argued with him. And it's it's because, um, it's because Stamos tied the knot. Yeah. He tied the knot to his married girlfriend and not the kind of knot that I want my boyfriend to tie around my wrist. No, not that kind of knot. He tied the knot with his pregnant new, and I guess they're married. Yeah, no, they're fucking married now. Caitlin McHugh and um, there's a baby on the way. I think they got married like a couple weekends ago. He didn't even tell me. He had, he asked her, he asked her to marry him in Disneyland in Disney World. Pedophilia. I mean, she's like, 20 years younger than him, and uh, it's a shotgun wedding. (laughs) And the crazy thing is that some burglars stole $165,000 in jewelry from their home before they got married, I think, or while they were getting married, and all you assholes sent me the photo of that asking if it was me. That's the type of person you guys think I am? I'm just going to wait for them to leave their house to steal all the jewelry that he bought her? Yeah. I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> I would just walk around <clears throat> with pictures of me in her in her jewelry, being like, you may get the man, you may have his baby, but I got your opal, bitch. I got your opal, bitch. That's that's crazy. $175,000 worth of jewelry. I, You know, $165,000, that could be just one necklace. That could just be the thing from Titanic. It might not even be a bunch of shit. And also, why do you want that much in jewelry. I I don't understand that. Maybe I'm just a different type of person. I've got like 67 cents worth of jewelry. The most expensive jewelry I own is sentimental. It's not expensive. I don't have any name brand. I don't have any, like someone bought me a Tiffany necklace once and I returned it because I didn't want it. It didn't, that shit doesn't mean anything to me. I just find that interesting where people place their value. She got $165,000 worth of jewelry. Where the hell did she get that? Did John buy it for her? Did he buy those rings and them necklaces? I didn't get one. I didn't even get a ring pop. I can't even get a candy ring. This is some bullshit, man. You know, but I'm going to get, I'm fine. I got my Kansas boyfriend. He's manly. He can build things. And we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I'm over you, Stamos. That's it. I hope you have a happy life with your shotgun wedding. as I just cry into my chai latte every day. Uh, I asked you guys a few questions. Only a few. I asked you a question, and only a few of you answered. 
So Facebook's new algorithm is really fucking it all up for us. Um, I asked you guys to ask me anything you want. Daniel Zook. Hi, beautiful. My questions are, did you watch the Super Bowl? Your question was answered. What do you think of the commercials? The commercials were kind of shitty, huh? There was a funny one with Eli and the other dude whose name I don't know with the really cool hair where they did the dirty dancing spoof. I thought that was delightful. <clears throat> but he asked, if you made a Super Bowl commercial, what would it be and why? If I made a Super Bowl commercial, it would be me taking a dump on the stairwell of the Full House house. <laughs> you know what it would be? It would be me in a football uniform. And I'd be squatted down. I'd be like, blue 42, blue 42, hike. And I would have a flaming bag of shit in my hand. And I would, I would hike it to the stairwell, to the front stairwell of the Full House house. And that would be a touchdown. Yeah. And then I would drink a Coke and be like, fueled by anger and, and Coca-Cola, making your dreams come true. That would be my commercial. Kayla Van Loven, what would your perfect meal be? My perfect meal? That's hard because it depends on what I'm into. I would want, okay, here's my perfect meal. You ready? I want a matcha green tea latte. Organic. I need organic. All of this is organic and wild caught. Sushi. Like so much sushi. A piece of fresh pizza, a slice of pie. Um, not pie, a slice of pie, meaning a slice of pizza. Cause I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a day go over here and some macaroni and cheese all in one meal, please. And thank you. Leanne, when you come in Cleveland, Ohio, would love to see you. Leanne, I don't have any plans to come to Cleveland as of right now, but I'm sure I'll be there eventually. I just put a couple more dates on the book, on the books that will be up on my calendar. I'm going to upload all of my new dates to my website, jessiemay.com. I'm going to be in Phoenix at the House of Comedy, August 2nd through 5th. I'm going to be at the Comic Strip in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, September 6th through the 9th. So those will be added to my calendar soon. And, you know, other dates come up here and there. So keep an eye out, y'all. Weeds Days tomorrow on Facebook and Instagram Live. That's my weekly pot smoking show where I smoke a little Chiba talk about some Rifa and uh, answer all your questions as they come live on the chat thread as much as I can. Check that out. And as always, I hope y'all are living your truth. If you have any Alzheimer's tips for me, please send them to me. And if you'd like to the chance to win free tickets to any of my shows, it's jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. And make sure that you guys do something to challenge yourself. Keep your brain active. Get out there and move. Think. Blink. Treat each other right, treat yourself even better, and live your truth, okay, motherfuckers? I love ya. Jesse May Peluso. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.